The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And greetings, everyone, and welcome to The Open Door. We are the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Good, we're all here. Yep. <laughs> well, today we are focusing on tests. It's not the SAT or the PSAT or any of those other tests. That we're, t- we're talking about spiritual tests. And specifically, we're referring to all of those bumps in the road, big and small, that try our patience, our balance, and that's on the emotional, psychological, mental, and physical levels, and those that try our souls. Now, during the course of today's program, we will play an excerpt from a wonderful and inspiring 1984 dictation from St. Germain titled, appropriately enough, May You Pass Every Test. Now, our plan is to present this material in two parts, today and next week, and we will play another excerpt from the St. Germain dictation at that time. So, why do the Ascended Masters often salute us with the phrase, may you pass every test? Tests? I mean, you know, I'm done with school. What tests? So, yeah. You know, the earth schoolrooms of, anyway. Indeed. We, we know. <laughs> I, I think it, you know, again, goes back, as we always do, to our perspective on things, on the world. And again, if we think we're a random creation that happened to be on the right planet with the right temperature band and the right amount of water, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> then, you know, tests, what are tests? You know, the things you take in school. But if we understand that we are sons and daughters of God, we are children of the light, we're evolving spiritually to our goal, which is the ascension and the light. And to get there, we have to develop some mastery. You know, why are masters called masters? Because they have mastery. <laughs> and Jesus, the great master, what a mastery he had of the physical mm-hmm. and spiritual energies and so forth. So if we understand that there is a rhyme and reason to us, and whether we consider ourselves on a spiritual path or not, we still get tests. I mean, we have karma that represent themselves as tests. And it will come back to us if we don't acknowledge them and deal mm-hmm. with them and so forth. So it's not just spiritual people that get tests. It's every person on this planet. And how many people have said, oh, this was the worst day. Everything went wrong from beginning to end, da, 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 yeah. without right. the understanding that there is a rhyme and reason, uh, even though we may not see it. Well, let's, let's focus on uh, a little more specifically, why do we get these tests and why is it imperative that we pass them? Well, I would say, first off, what comes to mind is we've, we've got karma. We have reincarnated because of uh, things that we have done in the past that were not right. We didn't make right decisions in certain areas. And so we pass from the screen of life. We go before the karmic board. The karmic board says, well, 
you got to wait over in the waiting room over there for a little <laughs> yeah, while. Right. And then uh, when we find you uh, the, the appropriate mother and father and the time and place, we'll send you back and you can see, we can see if you can pass these tests that you failed. Now, if you pass enough tests, you don't have to come back. That's correct. <laughs> You can you can get you can earn fifty one percent of your karma balance, so mm-hmm. to speak, at least and fulfill your divine plan. Yeah, then then of course you don't have to. But it's really an approach to life every day. You know, the world's against me. Look what's happened to me. I have money problems. I have health problems. I have family problems, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And if we look at the world like that, and many people do, then they get discouraged at the very least. Or they say, well, what's the use even going on? It's too overwhelming. I can't solve these. But if we bring a spiritual perspective to our daily life and the fact that we will get tested, um, then it changes everything. We, we get prepared for it. We get ready for it. And we get willing to deal with our tests. And I think a point I want to make right here is we've talked in the past on the show about people that are karma dodgers. In other words, yeah. I'm not going to take accountability for my karma. I'm going to avoid it at all costs. And so they do things that will avoid their karma for now, coming upon them, whether physically going away someplace, leaving a relationship or whatever, because they're unwilling to deal with it. So we have to be willing to deal with our karma, and we have to understand there's a purpose for passing our tests. And I'd like to give an example, if I may, uh, Tom. Examples are good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have our daily ones, you know, is this person honest, is, you know, whatever, the little ones. But there are major tests. And I think of when Mrs. Prophet gave a teaching on past incarnations of, of, of famous people, she gave one on Winston Churchill. And interesting, at the time of Atlantis, he was a, a military governor of a certain portion of Atlantis, and there was a great danger coming upon them, Atlantis and, and so forth, and he did not prepare the mm-hmm. people for this. And so he had a karma because he didn't. Well, he came back as Winston Churchill, and what did he do? He was the voice crying in the wilderness, you know, people, look what, what's happening in Germany. You've got to wake up, and people wouldn't pay any attention. But the point was, this time he passed his test. Yeah. And so that's obviously a very large test, but there are little tests that we get at day as well. Well, it would be easy uh, with some tests that we receive to think that we've been singled out somehow. But the truth is, and we've alluded to this, that karma is inexorable. Right. I mean, this is cosmic law. And if you believe you're being victimized, and a lot of people feel victimized by God. You know, oh, God, why are you doing this to me? Mm-hmm. That's the wrong attitude. <laughs> And then I mean, there, are, there are also astrological uh, considerations because when you're, depending upon where you are on the, on the 12 points of the clock, either in the year or the month or the day, um, certain things will cycle back around again. So the greatest opportunity might be today at 1 o'clock for me to pass a certain test of love, let's say. And, and I think, you know, we talked about karma, but we also want to talk about people that have made a commitment to a spiritual path. And that's, you know, they get tests that may be karmic-related, but they're a little different because once you said, God, I want to come home, I want to, to, to be all that I am in you, so to speak. I want to develop a mastery, not for my own use, so to speak, but that I might be of greatest service to you and to the people of the planet and so forth. Then you'll get tests, and that's how you do develop mastery. You get tests of humility, tests of love, tests of obedience. Um, and so it's really important to understand that you get these tests, first of all, so they know when they're coming. And secondly, to know there's an, there's an order to them, there's an exactness to them, there's a reason for them. And so it's a mindset that we bring to life. May you pass every test, is what St. Germain says, and you can't pass tests if you're not prepared. And that's kind of what we talk about on this show. Well, and is it also true to say that, as we've heard, or, you know, Sunday school teachers tell us, that we're not given any test that we can't handle, that we don't have the requisite ability or the energies or the, the capability to pass the test. 
We're not, we're not giving something more than we can handle. Although in some cases, if people ignore the chance to develop the skills that will help them pass the test, then obviously at the very least it's much greater and harder for them to pass sure. it. But taking advantage of the truth and the light when we have it will help us, you know, passing the little tests, help you to pass the big tests. You know, I, I made mention a moment ago about, you know, some people actually shaking their fist at God. We did a program, you may recall, not long ago, where the title was Don't Blame God. Right. And one of the underlying things that we've realized in the course of spiritual development in our path is that there has been a time probably in our past lives, and perhaps more than once, where we did curse God. Something happened to us, and we said, why did you take my child? Yeah. You know, why did this happen? Why did this have to happen to me? Yeah. We hearken back, why do bad things happen to good people? Mm-hmm. Well, again, we go back to karma. Karma is a law. Every jot and tittle of that karma will be balanced, and we can mitigate to some degree the severity I think it's what you were alluding to a moment ago. We had to be aware of the fact that it's going to come, and we should be happy that our path has led us to the point where we can understand why the test is here and why we want that victory for our well, souls. And, and, and Terry was alluding to the fact that it's very precise and comes according to a schedule, so to speak. And we've, we've had a show on the cosmic clock and on there's a spiritual astrology for the returning cycles and returning karma that you can actually you know, gain some insight and understanding so you're not sort of caught... Uh, blindfolded by them, but it's 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 again it's a mindset of passing tests, and I I think the question comes up as well: what happens when you blow one? <laughs> right, yeah, you know anyone that hasn't blown a test in this room, you know, please raise their hand. You know, <laughs> oh look at the hands, you'll be floating up into heaven. But um, you know, it's like Jesus that like He is without sin, cast the first stone. Yeah. So we do fail tests, and you know when you're on a spiritual path and you blow it, and you know you blew it, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So you can do one or two things. Well, this is this is just too hard for me. You know, I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not geared up for this kind of path, you know. I just I, I just you know, it's just too hard, I just can't do it. So there's that attitude. Or you can say, you know what, God, I call upon the law of forgiveness. I recognize I failed this test. I pray for the strength to have it I, I pray that you'd send me the test again and that I have the strength to pass it. I accept whatever karma I made, and I pray for the opportunity to balance it. And, you know, I think I mentioned the show before when I'm saying prayers at night with my daughter. You know, we call on the law of forgiveness for anything we did that day and for the opportunity on the morrow to balance that karma. Hmm. So if you fail a test, it's not the end of the world. Every single person on this planet has failed tests. Every, the masters have failed tests. But they recovered from them, and they passed them eventually. So don't get discouraged if you blow it sometime. Uh, I don't encourage that, but don't get so discouraged you give up because we can't do that. And forgive yourself. Yeah. yeah. How many times have we talked about the, the essential ingredient of forgiveness in this path? God doesn't count. He doesn't, he doesn't keep a ledger. The karmic, <laughs> the karmic board keeps the ledger. <laughs> but, I mean, that, as we said before, God forgives you even before you ask him to. Yeah, and, there, and there, you know? but you've got to balance the karma because yeah. you do have the karma for making mistakes. You've got to do the time. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's... Well, you just dust yourself off. Yeah. And, you know, the messenger and the masters have told us, just go to your altar and, and do like you said, Sid. You know, forgive yourself. And, and you know, I could think of times, you know, I try to be careful and, and well, we all do. so forth. Sure. But I can remember... You know, where something will come out of my mouth, and I thought, you know, I didn't really want to say that, but somehow it came out, you know. And and that's where you really got to say, you know, I really apologize. That wasn't appropriate. I asked for forgiveness and, you know, and be willing to be accountable. You know, I think that's important about tests. Be willing to be accountable because if we're not accountable, 
then we won't have the opportunity to pass them again. We won't be prepared to pass them again. Mm -hmm. And again, we're not trying to perfect the human here. We're trying to demonstrate a mastery of energy. God pours this energy into us every day. He wants us to use it correctly. We want to use it correctly. Of course. So this is not about making the human perfect. This is about gaining a mastery of energies and the way we live and the way we act and how much we allow God to work through us. It's not making the human perfect because that's never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. That's interesting. It's never going to happen. No. The human cannot become perfect. No. You know, why did Jesus said, be therefore perfect. Well, you know, does he think we're going to perfect the human? Well, obviously, you know, nobody can. How can I be perfect? You know, I, you right. know and, and, and you can be perfect when we become who we are, which is our holy Christ self, which is God within us. Mm-hmm. And then the human melts away. We don't lose our individuality and so forth, but we displace this human nonsense that we've created around us with our true God identity. Indeed. Mm-hmm. You know, and in, on the subject of tests and passing them, we've heard this comment before. Can I have do-overs? You know, can I, can I get a mulligan here? You know, how many times do we have the opportunity to pass a certain test? Is there, it's not unlimited, I wouldn't think. It's not unlimited, but a humble heart that is truly striving, I believe, will be given more opportunity. Well, I was hearkening back more to the Karma Dodgers. You know. Oh, the Karma Dodgers, yeah. I mean, at some point, you, you don't get too many opportunities to pass the test. If you try to to avoid it. Well, well okay, if, fine. If you don't balance, if we don't balance our karma incrementally, then it comes all at once. Ooh. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound like a good thing, does it? <laughs> no, no, that could be heavy. Yeah. Oui. Okay, well, um, we're going to go to a break now uh, because the excerpt that we want to play in our upcoming segment is a little bit longer. It's about 13 minutes, maybe a little bit less than that. So we want to make time for it. Okay. So this is the excerpt from the dictation called May You Pass Every Test from St. Germain. So we'll go to a break now. When we come back, I'll cue it up and we'll listen to it. And it's fun, Tom. It's great fun. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org 
slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a keeper of the flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. Today we are talking about passing your tests, the importance of tests on the spiritual path, why you have to take them, and what you're taking them for. Now in the next, um, this segment we're going to listen to an excerpt from a dictation by St. Germain. This was part of a Pearl series under the title Study in Christhood. And you're going to hear a, a side of St. Germain that you maybe haven't heard before. There's a certain playful quality here, but he's very serious about the subject of passing tests. So without any further ado, let's listen to that excerpt now. Beloved ones, this messenger, as your mother in form, does gaze upon you from year to year and rejoice in your victories and oft-time wonders and muses with me why through all of the teachings given you yet hang on to that supercilious consciousness of that human self. May you pass every test. Can you not see in this expression and my posture the person of Maitreya peeping through? I am his guest speaking at his mystery school on his behalf for his beloved and my own. May you pass every test. It is oriental, Nespa. <laughs> Beloved hearts, how do we begin? How do we begin to maintain that God control that allows for the rhythm of God to restore the balance before the human reaction? out of fear or anger or that teetering, tottering off balance. Beloved hearts, the components are there in the dictations, the decree book, the keeper of the flame lessons. But as it always is, the more vast the compendium of knowledge, the greater the requirement of the teacher to organize. Thus I point to the count to nine decree. The count to nine given in the full fire of your heart enables you to regain the command of your auric force field that has been impinged upon, pressed upon, penetrated, invaded. Thus understand sometimes when you suddenly feel a disturbance, you are taken aback, you have a shock, or a sudden reaction to the actions of injustice of another, 
One of the reasons you momentarily lose your balance is because the normal flow of the aura has been disturbed as though you would suddenly agitate the waters. Now your aura is your sanctuary and it is the sanctity of your God flame. Thus before answering the demands of the carnal mind, the questioning, the praying for favors or whatever, reestablish yourself. Speak quietly, softly, and slowly, for in this way you will not engage into yourself the anger, the impetuosity, the upsetness of anyone around you. You speak as I am speaking now from the heart, from the seat of the heart, the point of the Buddha. You speak loud enough in the sense of being strong and firm so that the breath and the voice are not sinking like a shrinking violet of fear. You speak strong enough and firm enough and peaceful enough and powerful enough so that God may use your voice to still your own aura and the agitation or the fear or the excitement of another. Be the calm presence in a vortex of calamity and activity, beloved hearts, and learn the way of the power, the immense power of peace itself. Thus, beloved ones, you ought to know by heart the count to nine decree. You ought to realize that in a situation of upsetness, it is necessary to take some deep breaths, for in the presence of anxiety, the heart begins to palpitate and people begin to breathe in a short breath manner, and thus adding to the absence of control. Take a deep breath, you release it, you go to the heart, and you give no instantaneous answers, yes or no, no instantaneous reactions or solutions, but quietly turn within. There are many ways of handling this. If someone is ferocious like a mad dog, you may say, wait one minute, please. I shall return momentarily. <laughs> you see, beloved ones, the tests are flying full and sure. We want you to experience the sense of mastery, of dominion, the enormous pleasure of having finished a day and dealt with that force, that driving force of irritation, and conquered and risen above every foible of the senses directed against your heart. They would steal your life. They would take the flow of love between us. They would break the bond by any form of anger or outrage. And they will steal from you your sense of worthiness, your sense of the mantle of being the disciple of Sanat Kumara. When they can destroy your dignity and you begin to feel like a moth, 
then you will also behave like one. Until you regain your self-identity, I must pause and wait again, wondering just how long you will flit around the bulb of these serpent ones who have beguiled you into their auras momentarily. Thus, beloved hearts, the soft answer turneth away wrath. If someone is speaking to you in a loud and high-pitched manner, Adjust the tone and answer with the God command. Answer with helpfulness. Try to solve the problem. Try to show the best side of things. Provide emergency care when it is needed. Keep your wits about you and don't enter the vortex of their anxiety, else you will become confused. Remember that anything that seeks to taunt you from the seat of the Buddha in the secret chamber of the heart must be noted as the enemy, not the person necessarily, for it is often a loved one, but the force attempting to use that one. Thus it is your challenge to liberate that one as well as yourself from the human nonsense of the moment. May you pass every test. Unless you center in the heart, which is the central sun of your being, you may find yourself tumbling on the periphery of the aura, which touches the world consciousness. That point, that outer circle of the aura, should always be a very intense blue, a blue fire, of protection, which is also outside the tube of light. Now you visualize the violet flame in the very center of the tube of light. But I would make the point that when you are bristling with blue flame, this often antagonizes others because it is so powerful and brings out the worst in them. Thus the better part of wisdom is to wear the kid glove, that is, to put another layer of violet flame outside the blue, to be a calming effect, to consume that which may rub against the aura or come at you. And if it break through the violet flame, then you have the blue flame wall, then you have the power of the tube of light. And if diplomacy does not work, there is always the strength of the shield of Archangel Michael. In the still and sweetness of the light, I am come. Often it is a matter of stance. How do you hold yourself? Are you in readiness for the next delivery of God or thrust of the sinister force? Or are you, as they say these days, laid back? If you slouch, if you are laid back, wide open, lounging around, the TV set is on, the ads are bombarding their rock beat, the cat is meowing, the dog is barking, the children are screaming, the phone is ringing. How do you expect, then, to keep your cool? It is a setup, but you have allowed it. 
Now you can maintain your calm in the midst of these things, but not with a laid-back attitude. For any moment, the potatoes on the stove will burn and everyone will be in an argument. And if you don't watch out, yourself included. And then what have we accomplished? A lost hour for Saint Germain and the vital work of Helios and Vesta. Your own sense, I will never become a good Chila. I will never master my life. But beloved ones, it's a matter of one, two, three, four, five. A few simple requirements. Do not allow the family to be bombarded from all directions. Do not allow all these things to be taking place at once. Strive for communion with the heart. Feed the cat, put out the dog, turn off the TV set, make sure all is safe on the stove, and enjoy that circle of communion with God determination that each member of your family or household or friends shall have the opportunity by your loving presence to express something very important from the heart. Now we come to the point of education, the education of your soul, and by your example, the education of others. There is unseemly conversation that quickly can accelerate into argument. Avoid, then, that which is controversial when you already know you disagree on a point. Why continue the argument, each one having a right to his own opinion? Let us discuss another avenue. For by another avenue, an approach to God or to art or to science, we may come to a point of agreement. Not as compromise, but as agreement, do we build the kingdom of God. And on that question, we leave you for now with that. But if you will tune in next week, we'll hear the rest of that dictation in an additional excerpt. And I guess the question is raised, you know, why do we cling to the human limitation, human consciousness? I think that uh, it's all about mastery. So when we come back, we'll talk about mastery, being centered in the heart. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. 
To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks once again for staying with us, everyone. We're back. I'm here with Terry and Sid. I'm Tom. Kind of like reincarnation on the small scale, isn't it? We're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you know, right. One way to, um, to pass our test is to be centered in the heart. So let's Talk a minute about what that means, being centered in the heart. That's definitely a level of mastery, isn't it? Well, it's, it's, it's keeping yourself um, uh, protected from, as St. Germain talked about, you know, the, the sudden waves of energy, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, so to speak, that come upon all of us periodically. Mm-hmm. And to keep centered in the heart and in the light, then at one level, you are prepared for that. And um, you can deal with it in a very different way. Uh, so it's very important, and, and I think, you know, Talk I, maybe Terry, you could explain a little bit what Saint Germain talked about the Count to Nine decree, and what that means in terms of keeping our harmony and so forth. Well, uh, yes, and and let me just touch on harmony for a moment. I, I mentioned astro- the astrological point. Um, well, I don't think I mentioned it in particular, but at the six o'clock line, if you study the cosmic astrology, you come to the point of harmony, and you begin to go into the spiritual quadrant. Mm-hmm. And if you can keep your harmony. And keep your calm, as Saint Germain was talking about in that in that segment. You will keep your supply because harmony and supply go hand in hand, and that's not just money. That is light. So your supply is your light, and and by by keeping this harmony and knowing the count to nine decree, rather than count to ten, people you know usually say, well, just count to ten. You know, well, it's very similar, but if you count to nine. And take your time, and sometimes uh, the messenger has told us, go outside the building if you're in the middle of a meeting and things are getting a little rough, and just walk around and count to nine, and and you will retain your mastery. Indeed, and before you continue, pardon me for interrupting you, but if you listen to the decree, um, the very first stanza is what you're basically declaring is your right to the light, and it says, come now, by love divine, guard thou this soul of mine. Make now my world all thine, God's light around me shine. You know, those four little lines. That's right. It, I mean, you're basically, that's your anthem. Yeah. 
that's where you say, I am taking a stand for the light. I'm taking a stand for the truth. I am not going to be engaged. I'm not going to get sucked into whatever is going on right now. And there might be a riptide of energy coming your way. Boy, you know, and um, the rest of it, you help me out if I miss it, but it's, um, I count count one, one, it is done. Oh, oh, feeling world be still. Two and three, I am free. Peace, it is God's will. I count four, I do adore my presence all divine. Five and six, oh God, affix my gaze on thee sublime. Yes. I count seven, come, O heaven, my energies take hold. Eight and nine, completely thine, my mental world enfold. You know? You, you know, it takes this, the count to ten thing different level. Well, I'll say. You know, it's like take some deep breaths, you know, and walk around and so forth. And that's all good advice. But this engages in terms of the mastery of your energy and your aura. And I think that, that what we forget sometimes, not only is anger unpleasant, and not only do we not want to be an instrument of anger, but it's a way of losing light. And as you suggested mm-hmm. in that decree, Tom, we affirm the light in our auras and so forth. And I, I can tell you a quick story that happened to me many years ago. I was very new on the spiritual path. And I say, Andrew, and I went to a conference. And, of course, what happens when you go to a conference, there's a lot of release of light. And it builds up in your aura. It's the gift of God and, and so forth as this light is released to strengthen you and help you and so forth. Well, the conference was on a, on a weekend, and Monday morning I went back to work. And I was living in L.A. at the time. And you know what, what the St. Germain of the Force or the Fallen Ones will do is they'll, they'll set something up that you know you're vulnerable to. So, you know, you live in L.A., there's heavy traffic there, right? And there's <laughs> one exit to get off the freeway. We were always backed up. You know, it took a long time to get on. So all of a sudden, I'm waiting to get off this exit. Out comes this woman in a red sports car. Okay. Had to be red. Had to be red, of course, you know. And she comes from nowhere and cuts me off and goes right in front of me. And, of course, what's my reaction? I get mad, right? I'm a novice on the spiritual path. And you know what? I could literally feel the light that I had garnered that weekend flow out of my aura. It was like it was was poured out on the ground. Mm -hmm. And as new as I was to the spiritual path, I knew I had really blown it at that point. And it it was like child's play for them to steal that light from me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, you bring up a very good point here about when tests will come, not all of them, but some of them will come. When you have garnered light, you've, you've received an extra portion, whether it's been a conference or a ritual or whatever kind of experience it is, that light is, is a, it's a target. Yeah. So you have to guard it. And why is it a target? Because as we've said in the past, the fallen angels have been off from God. The only way they can get God's light is from stealing it. Yep. How do they steal it? A lot of different ways. And one way is the expression of anger. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the light is released. It's lost out of your aura. You haven't contained, you know, your force field. So, you know, if we have intense anger, we probably need to get some counseling on it because there could be some records there and so forth to deal with. But an awareness that we are guarding the light. And, yeah. and that decree, account and I decree, you're guarding the light. And so you're working to do this at all times. And I can tell you, it was a long time before I got over that. How badly I felt about it. Oh, boy. Oh, really? But you know what? I could have given up and gone home and said, this is not for me. Or I can say, God, give me the chance to balance this karma. Help me to pass the test next time I get it. And the tests don't come necessarily with a warning. There's not a flag being waved saying, <laughs> you're going to get a test now. Are you ready? Please. Yeah, five, four, three, <laughs> here it comes. You know, it's, No, it catches us suddenly. I mean, I think the part of the – it's it's a, it's a qualified beauty. But part of the beauty of a test <laughs> like that is that – it comes when we are, we're not expecting it necessarily. We may, as you said, Terry, we could use the cosmic clock. Right. We could get a sense of what kind of karma is coming back to, to be dealt with. But still, the test can come on a, with, without notice. Yeah. There it is. And, and if, they were all, if they were all easy, 
wouldn't be a test, would it? I mean, you know, <laughs> no. I'd demonstrate that. But, you know, let's remember, look at the test that Jesus had. You know, after he went and fasted in the wilderness, and he came back, and, you know, Satan tempted him with all these. I mean, these were not small temptations, <laughs> no. you know. And um, Jesus passed every one of them. So if we have that mindset that here he is, the Son of God, that the mastery of his Christ's presence was tested directly by Satan, you know, who are we to say we can't be tested? You know, we, and, and let me add to that. Not only do we, will we be tested, but we have a right to be tested. And what I mean by that is we need to be tested to make spiritual progress on the path. Exactly. And so tests are not something to be feared or, or, or you know, saying I don't want any tests at all. Because how can we grow? I mean, how can you graduate and get a doctorate degree if you don't have tests, you know? And how are we going to graduate from our schoolroom if God doesn't bring us tests? And if we're prepared, we can pass them by his grace. If we fail them, we can get up and, you know, dust off our clothes and so forth and say, God, forgive me. I'm ready. I want to balance that karma and I want the test again. So we have a right to be tested even as God has a right to test us. No, we don't want to, we don't want to invite more than is coming. No, don't supersize that, please. Yeah, because some people will say, you know, throw, load it all on my plate. And which is not a good thing. Right? No, I, I think we, I, you know, I, I have been long since assured that my, the tests I received are, su- are sufficient uh, onto my spiritual <laughs> path. Day. God will give you what you need. That is the beauty yeah. of the spiritual path. God will bring you exactly. It's so precise. It's so defined. As it was with Churchill, the example I gave. And it's, it's defined in the little things as well as the big yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So this is not just haphazard. The karma comes in cycles, and we've got to deal with that. But if you're on a spiritual path and you're seeking spiritual tests, there's a great exactness to them. Well, and as the tests come and we pass them, we're given more. You know, we're basically proving our mettle. Yeah, the reward for service is more service. The yeah. reward for passing tests is more tests. You know, you're like, hey, time out, God, you know. Uh, <laughs> recess. But, I mean, you know, you got to keep balance in your life. God understands that. God is not a tyrant. The masters are not tyrants. They love us intensely, and they love us so much that they want us to pass our tests but they can't do it for us. Your mother Mary gave the teaching once. She said, you know, we can't pass your test for you, but even if we could, we wouldn't do it because we want you to have the joy of that victory. The joy and of it victory. is a joy of victory. And when you know, you know, for whatever, today I passed this test. Mm-hmm. I don't know what tomorrow will bring, but today I passed it. Thank God I had the opportunity to do so, to have the test, and thank God I passed it. And there's a joy that comes in that. Well, know? because tests are, are they're an expression of God's love. Yeah. So, of course, we want to pass those tests. Of course we do. And it's a great feeling to pass your test. And if you pass enough tests, guess what? You're going to be an ascended master. Exactly right. I wanted yeah. to get back to the main point is we get these tests for a reason. Yeah. You know, our souls are being tested to prove that you know, we have the right to be choose immortality you and know, to ascend. How much do you love? You know, And it's easy to say, oh, God, I love you. Oh, Jesus, I love you. When it's easy. When it's easy. <laughs> but when the cloud comes you know, over our world and so forth, that's when do we really love, you know? And you think of the life of the saints, Mother Teresa, you know, who went through decades of dryness, you know, and mm-hmm. then she kept on because she loved so much. And how many people say, well, look, God, you're not living up to your part of the bargain. Look <laughs> at all I'm doing for you. I'm loving. I'm being obedient. I'm keeping my harmony. You know, where, where's all the blessing, you know? You know, do you love the blessing or do you love God? And so the blessings do come, obviously, of good karma and, and balancing and the joy of the path and so forth. So, you know, this is not the Via Dolorosa. No. This is the path of joy if we're willing to walk it, to embrace it, to do the work beforehand, to pass our tests. And even when we fail a test, sometimes we really learn, don't we? It's like oh. that, that episode I had with the woman in the car. Boy, did I learn a tough lesson, but I learned from it. 
you learn from it. And sometimes we allow these things to stay with us a lot longer than they have to. The residue, the echo of something that we didn't do. Well, if we're condemning and, ourselves, see, exactly. that's the problem. You know, and, and I mean, I could, you know, go on. To, I mean, as someone was showing me today, you know, the, the fallen angels will bring up to us every mistake we ever made, lest we forget them, you know. And we have to say, you know what? I, I, God has forgiven me. I've asked for the chance to balance that karma. I can stand in the integrity of my Christ self. I am not my sins. My sins are energies that have been misqualified, that I take accountability for, that I'm going to balance, but that's not who I really am. I am a son or a daughter of God, and I'm going to start living like that. And no, remember that from the Bible, God will remember your sins no more. And you know what I like about being, being able to keep your harmony is, uh, and you can, you can see yourself being tested a little bit at a time. Let's say you spill something on the, on the floor. You, you, know, you, you drop something, you spill something. You can, you can either be upset or you can say, well, praise the Lord. I get a chance to exercise, <laughs> keep my harmony, and take care of this situation. See, now, the, I mean, it's really the flip side of the coin. But if you can find yourself starting to do that, then you'll, you'll see that you're beginning to build a momentum. And I think, you know, Sid gave one of the key words there is humility. You want to see that you're passing the test, but you don't want to be shining your knuckles. You know, whoa, well, look at me. I yeah. just passed another test. I'm well, good. God will give you another one that's <laughs> a little tougher if you take that attitude. <laughs> no kidding. Exactly. By the grace of God, I have passed this exactly. test. And by his grace only. Yeah, yeah I think that's the, the key point I want to make is by God's grace, yeah. we pass those tests. And by God's grace, we experience the joy of victory. Yeah. You know, which is really a cool thing. Yes, it is. Anyway, on that note, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about tools for victory. Stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thanks, everyone, for staying with us. This is our last segment for today. We're talking about tests, spiritual tests that allow our souls to be tested so that we can prove our mettle and eventually ascend. And uh, one of the things that we are uh, offline, we're talking about St. Germain, one of the great masters of the Aquarian Age and uh, one of our teachers, has said that uh, when asked the question, how did you ascend? He said, well, I made a million right decisions. 
and not consecutively. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) right. That's a lot. But the point is that you know we're not going to get five tests or ten or or twenty-five. We're going to get quite a bit more than that because you think about all the times that we may in the past in past lives made certain errors and those have to be adjusted karmically. Well, those tests are going to come, and there's probably going to be quite a few of them, I would imagine. I don't want to scare anybody, but that's the truth. And that's okay. You know, and yeah. sometimes you get, you'll get the test more than once. And I've had the occasion where I've gotten a picture test. I thought to myself, hey, wait a minute, God. I, you know, I, this is a test. I know it is. I've done this before. Why, <laughs> why are you sending to me again, you know? And so um, maybe not exactly that tone, but, <laughs> but, you know, so it's okay. if you get re- God has the right to retest us too because how often, you know, how are you going to know for sure that, that, that you yeah. really gain that mastery. And you know what? Not all tests are hard. Now, the reason that is is because you prepare for them. Yeah. Okay? And so it, it's not always a rending your garment kind of thing. Oh, no, another test. It's, oh, boy, I, I, I can see this as a test, you know. Well, and I think we, we talk about two things. One is being prepared, on the one hand, to respond pro- appropriately. The other is to expect. These are, these are going to be happening to us anyway, so you can kind of not be on guard, be edgy, but just know they're going to come. And we, we cued this segment by saying that we would be talking about tools for mastery. Well, we've already talked about one. That was the count to nine decree. Right. It's, and by the way, if you want to um, see what that looks like, um, I can send you that if you just email us at webradio at tsl.org. Webradio at tsl.org. I'll be happy to send you that decree so you can use it whenever you want. That is the count to nine. But there are many decrees that are useful in situations of testing and uh, you probably heard um, during the dictation, the St. Germain talking about having the shield of Archangel Michael, you know, the, the blue flame decrees as being a, a bastion so that you can basically put yourself into a cocoon of blue flame to not only just be prepared for a test, but to actually deflect some of the tests, particularly if it's something from right. the dark if some, side. If somebody's coming out with great anger, you know, you don't want that in your aura in your no. force field. And so if you're prepared, as you suggest, Tom, you can have a, a, the tube of light. Uh, around you to protect you, and that—that's just good. That's common sense. Common sense. And by the way, I think we still can give away the decree book, can we not? I think so. Yeah, I think it's a download. Well, yeah. So if you want that too, let us know. Just send us a quick note, and I'll be happy to send you a link to uh, download an entire decree book, not just the few that we're talking about now. All of them. Yeah. Although <laughs> you know, you got to know where to start. Well, yeah. And yes. I think you know one of the core things, and we've talked about this many times, but it's not bears repeating is that. We need the protection of Archangel Michael. We're in a rough world, if you haven't noticed, folks. <laughs> and, um, you know, we need the protection not only physically, but we need protection from negative energies because you, some anger in, it may come upon you and you, you know, it may be by yourself. You don't know where it's coming from. It may be a projection, what we call a masquerade or force field of, of uh, a cumulative, like a cloud of everybody's anger that's come to come upon you. Um, it could be someone thinking about you, sending negative thoughts. And so, you know, what we do is like we, you know, we put on our seatbelt, we put on our tube of light every day to protect ourselves from energies coming from without that, you know, we don't have to bear. Now, let's talk about that for a minute because I think that we have understood that when people are feeling critical of us or angry at us, that force field can be projected over a long, um, over great space. I mean, you know, they say, you know, if, if looks are could kill or words could kill, but the pain is they can because they have a that vibration of darkness that they can send to other people. And so... We need protection every day. I mean, we talk about passing our tests, but there's, there's nothing wrong with being protected and prepared um, so that you don't get overwhelmed sometimes by the energies. I mean, we had scenes, you know, where people, you know, chant death to America, 50,000 people or 100,000 people. Well, you've got to figure there's some energy coming out there. That's right. And so even America or, or whatever country you're in needs to have the shield of light around it. So 
Uh, that's that's you know that's a basic teaching that has nothing to do with you know are we going to pass our tests or are we going to take the brunt of these things? It's not God's will we always take the brunt of these things, and so we can protect ourselves. We'll still get our tests. You don't have to worry about that, but you know they don't have to be so overwhelming that you know. And, and especially if it's not God's will that it's that way. Well, you know, uh, we probably all have our own personal calls for when these kinds of energies are felt. I know I have one that is basically reflect, deflect, and return to sender, magnified to the fullest extent of cosmic law, all malintent directed at me from anyone known or unknown to me. And that's not, quote, unquote, getting even with them. No. That's allowing people to experience their own energies. Exactly. And how do we learn? That's a good way to learn, isn't it? Yeah, if ouch. we, if we yeah. hurt somebody else when we feel that hurt, then we can really learn from it. Tom, we we had a list of a, a couple of other things here. Should we should we mention some of these other things? We've got the Carmen reincarnation. Oh, you talk about the books? Pocket guide. Well, we yeah. Why don't you go ahead? You want to mention those that you know? In the course of today's conversation, we've been discussing karma. We've certainly mentioned reincarnation more than once. Yeah. And, you know, passing tests. So we've got a number of books. Why don't you give them a list of those that you can find on Amazon? Yes, and, yes. Uh, well, Karma and Reincarnation, it's a pocket guide. So mm-hmm. it's, it's small, it's easy, easy to read and carry around. Uh, then there's Lost Teachings of Jesus, uh, Missing Texts, Karma and Reincarnation. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. It is. And then the third one I have listed here is Reincarnation, The Missing Link in Christianity. So that's that's a, a little heavier read, but it's it's wonderful material. I mean, it shows you how certain things that will that were intended to keep us from knowing that we are God were taken from the Bible. They were taken from all kinds of spiritual places where we should have had access to. Them. Well, in most of the orthodoxy that we were raised with, does not really include anything about karma and reincarnation. That's why we stress it and restress it so often. These are extremely important topics that must be understood for any spiritual aspirant. It all goes yeah. back to the equation of life. And we're talking about the need to pass tests, the fact that we fail them in other embodiments, and you know how easy it is to get a sense of injustice. Can I tell a quick story? It's kind of funny. Well, but, yeah, I, mean, I just want to just amplify your point, though. The reason we're back here yeah, because we didn't pass all our tests. Yeah, that's well, right. You know, some tests can be funny, and I had one of these recently where you know I was preparing a talk and uh, talking about you know, mastery of energies and so on and so forth and not losing your temper and, and so forth. And anyway, I was at the grocery store and I came out of the grocery store and there was a, I was parked right next to the handicap spot, which I'm sure God arranged graciously for me. <laughs> and um, there was an elderly woman there that, that was, couldn't get her cart between the cars. And she had a box of groceries that was stuck in the grocery cart. So she had to take, was taking every individual grocery out of this box and loading it to her car. And she was quite elderly. So I came and said, can I help you? You know? And she said, well, I can't get this box out. I can't in my car. I said, well, so I, I could get the box out. And I said, I'll put it in the car for you. So she walks back you know, to, to open the door. She opens the door with such force oh. that it slammed right into the side of my car, you see, and, of course, put a dent in it. You know, and here's this elderly. She had no malintent at all. I mean, none. You could see it in her face. She was grateful someone was helping her, and I just I had to laugh, you know, because it's like you know, no good deed goes unpunished type thing. And it's you know, it would be easy to come up with a sense of justice. Well, if I hadn't helped her, it wouldn't happen. But you know what? I said, well, whatever, God. You know, God bless her. You know, and I didn't say anything, of course, to her. But but it's you know, it's having that attitude. Yeah. You know, it's okay if our car gets dented. It's okay if we get bruised a little bit. Um, if we can keep our harmony and keep the spirit of joy and even laugh at ourselves. You know, sometimes it's fun to laugh at our human oh, consciousness so it is. because it's so predictable. Well, be yeah. helpful, be kind, be graceful, take the high road. We have that choice. We have free will. We can do that. 
Yeah. And occasionally it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> no good deed. No good Goes unpunished. <laughs> yeah. But we can't have that attitude. We have the attitude that, you know, when you trust God, when you're on his path, nothing comes your way. Now, God set that up for me. I'm convinced of it. Why would, you know, the parking is basically right. right by the front of the building. Those go first, you know. Here it is. The angels were gracious enough to save it for me just so I could have that <laughs> test, you know. So why get angry about it? You why know? get angry? I mean, it. You know, my car is a nice dent, but that's okay. Well, you know, uh, this goes back to we're talking in this, in this segment about tools for victory. And one of them is attitude. One of them is using certain tools like the decrees. We talked about count to nine. We talked about the blue flame. We, we know the violet flame. And also to realize we have friends we can call in in those moments. The angels, the masters, God, our Christ self. Yeah. We're never alone. You, we don't have to take the test naked. Jesus, help me. You know, give me some of your momentum mm-hmm. of mastery that I might learn about it and demonstrate it on a day-to-day basis. Then you know God gets the glory for that because you know uh, someone is helping you, their brotherhood is helping you and so forth. But I want to say here, Tom, that tests are not to be feared. They're to be taken seriously. They're to be welcomed. They're to be prepared for. Mm -hmm. But boy, aren't they great when you pass them and you can let go of things that you might have, you know, the need to defend the human ego, the need to be right. I'm I'm right in this argument and I'm not going to give up, you know? Let go of it. You oh, know? Yeah. Let go. And it's a great feeling. Someone said, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? You know? And so there's times when truth must be defended, but the most important thing, to have joy and walk this path because your victories will come and they'll reinforce that joy. And P.S., others are watching. They want to see your mastery exhibited and they will, in, they will be inspired by it. So here's a little mantra that people can begin to pass back and forth to each other. Okay. May you pass every test. May you pass Hello. every test. May you pass every test. How Just start you? saying that feeling? to people. May you pass every test. Yeah. yeah. That's better than hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, stay in touch with us. We always oh, yeah. like to say at the end of the show here, uh, we, are at, we are at webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org. Exactly right. And we will answer your emails. It may not be immediately I know I, a couple fell through the cracks. I guess we waited about two weeks on some. That was my fault. We will answer that, I promise. So if you want to get that Council 9 decree, give me an email. Or uh, you want the decree book, I'll give you a link. Webradio at tsl.org. And then, to close our show, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are, are out, out of, of this, this world. world. God bless you, everyone. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.